It's the I Thought I Knew You podcast with me, Howell Roberts, and him, Ed Southall. I'm all right, thank you. We're back again. Quite quick we turnaround this time. This is unbelievable. It's unprecedented. But That's uh, what I wanted to say, but I couldn't think of what the word was. Well, it's quite a big word, so it's unusual for me to say it, but um, I got there. You did, you did. <laughs> They've said that about you a lot. He gets there in the end. That's what they often say about you. But it is a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> How you been? What have you been up to? Anything exciting? Uh, it's been well i'm all right mate um we've we've just you know we're in lockdown aren't we and i'm mm. i must admit and, and this terror i can't remember if i said this last week there's terrible things going on and yeah. there's awful things we're worried a lot of the time my however mum's in, <laughs> my mum's yeah my mum's in her home we've got oh, no. you know you've yeah. got yeah but she's they're doing brilliantly buckingham care home in in barnsley they, 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 yeah you know she's doing all right actually but so we've got a lot of worries like everyone like everyone yeah. has but i'm i'm actually dare i say it i'm 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 really relishing being at home and yeah having you, some time with the family and having some time with my film collection as well yeah do you feel a bit guilt i feel guilt when i feel good about it though like because obviously things could change at any moment and people that i know and love could be affected at any point but at the same time, you sat in your garden thinking, this is all right, this bit, for me, yeah. selfishly. And then all the guilt kicks in. And you're like, oh. I know, I know, I know, I know exactly. I, I totally agree, mate. And that's why I'm, uh, you sort of have to choose your words carefully because, yeah. um, well, every day is a nightmare, actually. And, and you just, I mean, you know, we tip our hats to, um, you know, everyone who's helping helping people who are in need at the moment. Absolutely, and, uh, yeah. You know, we, we'll be out on the doorstep tonight, clapping, banging pans. There's one lad down the road who's just, he onks his horn constantly for one minute, which was funny. <laughs> but now he's going to, if he's not careful, he's going to get decked and be on the NHS. <laughs> does he actually do it on the Thursday or does he do it at like one in the morning on a Friday? <laughs> he's doing, he's just, he's, I'm just glad he's doing it when he's not doing it at one in the morning on a Friday, because it's gone a bit. I don't know what it's like near you or near where our listeners live, but there's a few people gone a bit pitchforky. Have you noticed? Have yes, you got any? I certainly have noticed. Yeah, have you? I was, um, I was in the supermarket today, um, <laughs> just the local one, so it's quite a small one, and um, they've laid it out quite nicely. But it's 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 a bizarre system, but isn't everything bizarre at the moment? So you, mm. you have to queue up outside, and you've got like segmented sections for everybody to stand in so they're the right distance apart um but then what i haven't experienced until today is that once you go into the supermarket um those segmentations don't stop so no. you um you kind of you, you kind of ushered around the supermarket and you have to go a pre-prescribed route through the whole thing um yeah <laughs> and you're at the so behest you, what, are you allowed to go back are you allowed to go back if you've not? Well, this something? is this is where I'm going with this. So, oh, so you're right. at the behest of the person in front of you because you can't move forward till they move forward. So everyone's like shuffling around the shop, right? 
And I was like, I'm all right with this, whatever, needs must. Um, but there was this lady who uh, must have been early 70s, uh, relatively elderly. She'd obviously come unprepared, didn't know what she wanted to buy. So she was walking backwards in the lanes and stuff and causing, I'm not, I mean, it was funny for me in some ways, but she was causing real anxiety for some of the people in this sort of train um, going, you can't do that. You can't do that. What yeah. are you doing? Why are you going the wrong way? And she was like, because I've forgotten the potatoes. <laughs> what I've noticed is old people don't give a shit. They're, no. um, they, well, I was in a queue in the car park of Morrison's and, and I think they've done it well there. Well, certainly at our Morrison's. And um, we, you're out in a queue and the weather's all right. So I've got my headphones on. I'm listening to um, a podcast, probably ours. And then, <laughs> and I'm uh, I'm in queue, laughing like a drain. And I've been in the queue for about half an hour. Then you get to the entrance, and they don't just let one person in; they let a few in at a time. It's totally reasonable. And the staff in there, last time I went, I mean, it might have all worn off now, but they were absolutely brilliant. They were yeah. like, hey, they were trying to keep everything upbeat. What I noticed was it was old dears like just pushing in the queue. <laughs> just push it just blatant like like smiling at the person they're pushing in front of and nodding as if to as if to goad you it's like some elderly conspiracy that they've got they've had a they've had a meeting and said right they've looked past us for years we're now getting revenge yeah. <laughs> and they were just pushing in front and I could see like it, I was telling my wife and she said the same thing had happened to her so a couple of old this old fella just pushed right in front of her yeah. and like everyone's looking around like what the hell what but no one's saying anything because you just think well old people have got enough on they don't, don't need <laughs> they don't need getting done my experience of um, Morrison's probably the same Morrison's bearing in mind where we both live oh yeah um, my experience with Morrison's a couple of weeks ago, it, it was about a week into all of this. So um, everything was, everyone and everything was still finding their feet. Um, mm. And I was queuing outside Morrison's, again in like these segmented sort of areas. Um, but it wasn't a one in, one out system. It was, right, we'll wait until 10.15 are out and then let 10.15 in. Yeah, some, that's, something that's like it. That. But it was a really cold day and it was starting to rain. Oh, and we no. were all stood outside for, I'm not joking, for about 45, 50 minutes in total, right? And for most of that, oh, it no. wasn't even moving because we didn't realise it wasn't one in, one out. And there was this elderly lady behind me and she sat there and she's really moaning and she's going, oh, I can't believe we're not even moving. I've been here for ages. This is ridiculous. Yeah. And now it's raining and I'm getting cold and I didn't bring my coat. And I was thinking, God, forget coronavirus. This poor woman's going to die of the cold. Yeah. Anyway... 15 minutes in, she gets into the shop and she's right behind me, so we went in at the same time. She goes straight up to like the um, the cigarette counter. <laughs> she just goes, 20 Benson and Edges, please. And then she left. <laughs> that is superb, yeah. That's all that she is, went in for. <laughs> that's brilliant, but I, I think, you know, that's going to be us, mate. We're go that's going to be us queuing for age. I saw that the other day at um, the spa. There's a spa with a post office near us at, at at Lepton and they've been good in there and it's two in two in two people yeah. allowed in but I, I'm going down there with post often and posting books and things like that so I've been down there queuing for ages outside but again the weather's been alright when I've been going yeah. and then you go in and I've been to the post office bit but I'm thinking right it's like I'm in the shop now 
I need to have a quick look round. I need to have a quick look round. So I had a quick look round and I ended up leaving with uh, some tin foil and a pack, of sos- and a pack of sausages, right? And, uh, and I came out and I'd been a while because the post office, weighing the parcels and that had taken yeah. some time. And I came out and the queue, they were just looking at me in utter disdain because many of them hadn't seen me with my parcels. So they're, they're looking at me thinking, look at the state of him. My hair's gone a bit long. I'm in my hoodie. I look like uh, an ageing crack addict. And they're going... Um, <laughs> I could see him thinking, look at him, he's gone in, he's queued up for some foil and some sausages. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> I sort of jumped in my car apologetically and um, drove away. But yeah, it's 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 bringing out all sorts of behaviour, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, what's, the, what's the weirdest thing you've experienced so far in, in all of this? Um, oh, uh, the... <laughs> I'll think of loads of things beyond right. this Shall podcast. I start? But Shall just, I start? Yeah, you've got something. Go on. You, you right. Okay. So everything's pretty weird at the moment. I think that's that's a, mm. that's a given. Um, but by far, the strangest experience I had was just uh, the day before yesterday. Right. And yeah. I was in the kitchen with my wife and she was talking about wanting to do some baking, which apparently everybody, everyone's found their un, untapped skills for baking. Um, and she said, um, uh, lo and behold, she said, you know what, we haven't got that. I was like, oh, I know what we haven't got. And she went, we haven't got any flour. Oh my God. Which, mate, which is like, you know, the whole world oh. is looking for flour right now. We and haven't got said, truffles, love. We haven't <laughs> got truffles. <laughs> so she said, but, but there is a solution. And I said, what's the, um, what, go on then, tell me what you've got. And she said, well, on Facebook, I've seen a message. I was like, all right, what's this message? Oh, yeah. She said, the local, um, the local sweet shop has posted that they have bought in some flour and you can go in and you can get some. I was like, is there a password? <laughs> <laughs> there is no password. So, right, I'm going to give this a go. I'm going to go in. I'm going to get you some flour. So uh, I left the house. Uh, yeah. Deserted streets, no cars on the streets, no cars even parked on the road. And uh, I walked over to this little shop and I went in. Um, no one in the shop except the shopkeeper sort of stood behind the yeah. counter. And I sort of sheepishly walked up to him and I said, uh, my, uh, my wife sent me. And uh, she said, you sent out a message saying you've uh, you got some flour. And he said... Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I said, flower. Uh, uh, my, wi- my wife sent me, she said, uh, it was on a Facebook group. And there's this pause. Listen, we've only got the strong stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at like- him and yeah. he pointed to the end of the counter and there's, I'm not, this is no joke at all. There was um, a, a, like four or five um, clear plastic bags f- filled with flour by the shopkeeper so just white powder in, in, in clear bags no no um, and each one had a sticky label on that said one kilogram one pound and I said to him uh, <laughs> I said um, is that is that all you've got four bags and he said um, he said no I'm, I'm trying to get more but but it's hard out here <laughs> hard out here in Huddersfield <laughs> I said to him can I have uh, can I have three bags am I, am I allowed three bags 
is is that too much for for one person and he went i'll give you three but you might want to put it in a rucksack when you take it out of here <laughs> I, said, what am I, I said am i gonna get mugged <laughs> Hey, it's a scarce resource, mate. Yeah, it's a uh, scarce resource, flour. So, so I said to him, "Have you? Uh, will you have enough left for you if I take if I take three bags?" And he said, "I keep some behind the counter." <laughs> Is this a shop you've been to before? <laughs> and then he, he literally reached behind the counter and pulled out a massive, like industrial-sized sack uh. of flour that he's bought from like a mill. He's just yeah. scooping it into these bags. He's living the dream, him. <laughs> He's basically paid 20 quid for a massive sack, and it's going to have a return of about £70. It, it reminds me, you reminded me of um, Hilary Bliss in um, The League of Gentlemen. Have you, yeah, you oh, absolutely. That's exactly what the my butcher. wife said when I retold her the story. <laughs> <laughs> and he's licking his lips. They're all licking their lips. <laughs> Meaning the special stuff is in. <laughs> Come on, well, I know that's... I'm ready for it. <laughs> Mate, I ain't got oh, any quest. I haven't got any sort of <laughs> story like that at all. Uh, at all, in fact. The weirdest thing, I think. I'll tell you what I've noticed, and it's not uh, funny. It's just crap driving's on the increase. It's like we do you know we've got we've got a quite a busy road just at the end of our road and it's like oh boy racers have come out but then you look at them and they're about 60 you know they're I mean 60 years of age Grand going races. at 90 miles an hour in a 40 zone and it's cuz it's a long stretch and um well, there's been a couple of crashes just in the last week and uh I don't know what you I, I don't know it's like some people react differently, don't they? So we've yeah. talked about old people, shopkeepers go mad with flour, and drivers. There's a lot of crazy driving. Absolutely. And I, can't, I don't know what we've got to do about that. But slow down. Chuff it, hell. You don't need to drive that fast. It's not like there's anything to get to. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean, all, all the anecdotal stories as of like yesterday and the day before is that lots more people are driving. Since they've changed the guidance slightly, there's lots more people on the roads, I think. Yeah, I, I've, I've uh, someone I know who works at a hospital and she was saying that um, the, uh, the traffic was really busy on Monday morning. It was like a normal working day, she said. Mm. It's like pre-lockdown. She said, and so I, I wonder if... It'll be interesting. Now we're doing these more regularly. It'll be interesting to see how this all maps out and pans out, really, because I yeah. wonder if there are going to be gentle shifts in behaviour. But there's a cyclist who lives down the road from us, and I've noticed he started going out with his pal on bikes. They're not on a tandem. They're, <laughs> <laughs> they're fully lycra. They're fully lycra'd up. They're probably breaking every rule there is that we've established yeah. over the last, you know, six weeks or whatever. Yeah. But I know that he lives on his own in his house, and and I reckon he's, you know, I, I can. He might be going crackers, have so he needs have you, to go out. On his have bike. you become a bit of a, a, a curtain twitcher, grassing on all the? Uh, no, that's the what I, I mentioned that earlier. Pitchfork. <laughs> You're a pitchfork. Yeah, I've not gone pitchforkers. <laughs> there's there's plenty of pitchforkers knocking about. I suppose I'm, I'm pitchforky about the. Um, the uh, driving I'm a bit pitchforky about that I'd like to call that out because that's out of order but 
I, I, you know, I don't know. Did you see all that stuff on London Bridge? Did you see everyone clapping last Thursday on London Bridge? Did we talk about that last um, week? You, you said London Bridge in passing, but to be honest, I had yeah. no idea what you were talking about. So, right. so can you explain? Did you see it? it no, I haven't. I haven't seen it. At all. Oh no, it was just the clapping for the NHS, which is just so brilliant and ace. But everyone was doing it on London Bridge, and it it was like everyone was packed together clapping. Oh, right. And it were that, like, you better get clapping because in two weeks you are in hospital putting a big pressure on the NHS. Yeah. It was mental. I'm, I'm sure if you Googled it, you'll see the picture. I think I'm being a bit pitchforky there, but it just seemed really odd. When you've seen, like, I don't know, was there a married couple having a barbecue on a beach recently and they got mm. a proper, like, three police officers giving them a bollocking? Oh, and, God. <laughs> you, you seen you know, Cambridge, like, Cambridge last what? week, the police were policing the DVD aisle in Sainsbury's or something. They're like, it's non-essentials. <laughs> Why were they doing that? There's no need, because a DVD is an essential. Well, it is on our podcast, mate. Absolutely. Clipping it. We'd be, we'd be sent down forever. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be sent down, wouldn't we? If uh, if I it was a DVD, I'd be on the de- the first place I'm going to go in the supermarket is the DVD aisle. That's yeah. the first place I'm looking, mate. And that is <laughs> lockdown, no lockdown, because uh, I think I saw something nice actually. My friend Gav Cross, what he did on it, he was chucking out all his DVDs um, and he put them all in a box out on the street and put help yourself. I thought that was nice. That you know, people passing by need a yeah. movie. He Are you just basically do that? gave them all away. Pardon? Are you going to do that? I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. It's a lovely gesture. I ain't doing it. I've lent some. I've lent some to Mike next door. Mike's on his own next door. He's he's in the middle of moving house, but he's had to stop. So he's in his his half empty house now. And his other house is like in the northeast somewhere. So he's sitting on his own in this house. And his wife's in that house up in the the northeast. Is he he happy with that? (laughs) He was happy for a bit because I've noticed he was whistling. (laughs) <laughs> and he was so he was clearly happy and then he sort of he, he shouted over the fence that did I have any films that he could watch so I got him some some action movies you know the sort of yeah. adrenaline films and then he said did you just kind of throw I've, them over the fence one by yeah, one yeah I passed I passed them in a, <laughs> a, I passed them I used a, a magpie I attached them to a magpie very good leg. yeah um, and then he said he got them and he was like oh I look forward to it oh I've have you got a DVD player? <laughs> Dude, chuck that I'm over like, next. <laughs> yeah, I d- and I said, yeah, Mike, I have actually. I've got one from my mother's. So I got I got my mother's DVD player because she doesn't need it now. Yeah. Um, and so I took it to him and uh, he was happy. And then he said, have you got a telly? <laughs> I said, chuff hell, Mike. Do you want me to move in? <laughs> no, so yeah. Liberties. Liberties, mate. Yeah, so no one's reported us for talking over the fence. The other thing that's going on is I've got a, a cask of real ale in my garage because in my garage I've got a little bar that we we put in, mm. and it makes it sound very grand. That it's just basically a table, and uh, in the garage. Yeah, and um, you, I've got a, a a thing that pulls pints, a pump. That's what you call it. I, don't I believe I've pulled a pint the from that pump. You have, mate, you have. Yeah. But this time it's actually got a cask attached to it. Very good. And it's got uh, real <laughs> beer in it. So I've, I've But I got it because um, uh, a brewery I have some connections with was having to close down, obviously, because yeah. uh, for, yeah. the, for the lockdown. So I've got that cask. So now I've got to... I'm going to tap it tonight, which is technical for just getting it released, getting it open. Yeah. And then I've got to drink 70 pints. 
before it goes off. I feel which I, is in Wednesday, I think. That sounds like off. glorious work. Well, I don't know. What, I don't know what everyone thinks because it, it will be glorious work and then messy uh, and just awful. So what I'll have sorry, to do sorry. is I was going to say to Mike next door over the fence, Mike, chuck us a bucket, mate. I'll fill the. I'll fill it up with ale for you. He'll be buzzing. He'll be watching Die Hard too, <laughs> with a on bucket my, of ale. My mum's DVD player, <laughs> drinking from a bucket of ale. Picture that. Our Mike next door. I've when also he first moved in. When we when he first moved in, it was very quiet. We thought he was a serial killer. Yeah, he might Turned still out be. He's not. No, I don't think he is. He might just be really not good anymore, at it anyway. Yeah, well, he might be. He might be. Well, if he was, even if he was, I wouldn't be flipping judging him like some people. I've I've not got a pitchfork. <laughs> so if I call you next week and you're completely yeah. off your tits, basically, it's because you've been working. I'm just been trying to just drink me ale. And if if anyone's in the Huddersfield area and has a carton, I'll happily fill it. Honestly, but I'm going to see if any of our... I've got there's some good people in my village who I, yeah. I think would love to have a, a, a pint, but I don't want a pint with them. I'm not opening up some sort of illicit drinking den. I just want to... <laughs> I just don't want to pour the beer down the drain. Who would, listeners? You could be like Steve Buscemi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, had, um, so, I had a home beer delivery today and I've never been happier. Um, oh, I ran out of beer two days ago and I know I could nip to the supermarket but I just it, I'm trying to limit severely limit my, my visits mm. to supermarkets so um, yeah. I had to go two days without which sounds pathetic but in these times looking after three kids all day two days is a lifetime um, yeah. <laughs> so I've been yeah. quite ecstatic when it arrived my kids were like why don't we ever see you this happy daddy like, shut when, up and get out drink, of the way <laughs> when you drink that special pop you go all funny <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, right. my, my son just says are you alright dad and I'm like I'm I'm fine and I love you I've only <laughs> I remember seeing my dad drunk once yeah <laughs> I don't think I've seen him drunk more than once to be honest or not not noticeably <laughs> no but once we had a big garden party with all the family around and long after everyone had left and everything had been tidied up and everyone had settled down in the lounge to watch the telly and so on. Yeah. Uh, my dad was still just sat at the kitchen table staring into space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good drunk, that. Yeah, that's good. I, I only ever saw my dad drunk when he was driving. It was, the 70s. it was the 70s. It's what they did. Right, on to the show. Right. Right, Priyanka. Quite, yeah. Um, right, I wanted to talk to you about uh, a book that I've read, another book, but I have, well, I haven't read this one, this was Audible. Uh, the one I yeah. spoke to you about last time I had genuinely read with eyes and everything. Was that um, the animal one? It was, yeah. Loved that sounded that immense, book. that. It sounded great, that. <laughs> I'm still recovering from... Uh, well, so so from is one of our the, listeners' husbands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, she, she insisted on having a go, didn't she? <laughs> if I put it on the ice cream, it tastes of vanilla. <laughs> That'll mean nothing to anyone who's just picked up this episode. You just need That's to listen right. to it last episode. Go on. Right, so the book... Well, this brings up all sorts of interesting channels, but you can just shut me down at any point. No. I was trying to find some more, more dystopian sci-fi, because that's kind of my thing. And yeah. I feel awful for not even knowing what this book was till I, till I read, it, read about it whilst I was reading it. Uh, it's called Never yeah. Let Me Go by uh, Kazuo Ishiguro. 
who wrote Remains of the Day. Yeah. And um, it, apparently it's a super, super famous book, so I feel dreadful for not knowing what it was. Is it um, a film as well? Sorry, Ed, sorry. Is it a yeah. film, Never Let Me Go? Yeah, um, the film came out Carry in 2010. Um, and I'm going to lead into the film because that takes all me right. off in all, all sorts of other directions as well. Um, so, yeah. oh, where to start? I really liked the story and I really liked the way it's written and the characters and the plot and so on. And as, just mm. as a quick description of what it's about, if you don't know, I, apparently I'm the only one who doesn't know, but I'll go on anyway. Um, it's a sort of three-act book about some mm. children who are raised in what 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 is this? It feels like a kind of orphanage slash private school. Yeah. Um, and they're learning more and more about who they are and why they're in this school as as the plot mm. progresses and I don't think it's spoilery because it's basically written on the back of the book but um, right. essentially they've been they're clones of people uh. and are being raised as organ donors uh, I guess to those clones I don't know well organ donors mm. anyway um, so so they're, they're intentionally created artificially created essentially to lead a short life and donate mm. their organs at the end of it so it's a bit it's a bit dark in 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 that regard and and act one ends when they've kind of just grown up and graduated from this school act two begins where they're kind of um they're living in uh what would like like a flat together this the the main characters mm. and then act three is uh like in hospitals where they're they're doing these donations and stuff um so it's incredibly sad um which is not what i wanted out of a book but it's all right i shed i shed a tear or two um Mm. and it's really really well written and i loved that it kind of slowly leaks what's happening with the kids as you're going along so so there's just these oddities that you read every now and again in a paragraph you're like what is that alluding to um Mm. and i liked that but what really bugged me, and I'm really sorry to whoever did it, but Audible, the person who does the voice for the book, who reads it, mm. is like, dead. <laughs> she's right posh. <laughs> oh, no. And she, I, I, she just really bothered me. Um, and she's quite... She didn't really change her tone that much for a lot of the voices and stuff. And, and I didn't... I, I've never really thought about this stuff because I've only just, as you know from... I think it was two episodes ago. This is new to me, this Audible thing. Um, mm. But I finished it thinking, thank God that's over. Not because I didn't enjoy the book, but because I couldn't stand the person doing the voiceover by the end. I guess that's the problem with Audible, isn't it? Someone got... Do you know, I, I watched... Um, I, I'll, please go back to the book in a second and the film, but I, I watched uh, World War Z with Bradley Pitts... Um, just a, a week or so ago because um, we like Bradley Pitts don't we Ed? oh yeah and uh, and uh, I, I want to read the book because I really love that film World War Z but everyone mm. says you've got to read the book and I know that but as a film I really love it and I know it's problematic but I really love it in fact I watched two films last week which people don't really like one was that and the other was Casino Royale the Bond film that people have problems with right. which again I just think he's buzzing, but we'll talk about that some other time. I don't think anyone the, doesn't like that film, do they? Yeah, exactly. No, it's the best one he's done. Not, not Casino Royale, not that one. Do you mean Quantum, Quantum of, of Solace? Solace. Oh, yeah, that yeah. one's shit. 
Yeah, you see, that's a bit. But you know what? I I just I just I watched it. Well, we oh, I'll, I'll I'll talk about that in a minute. All I right. just wanted to, the point was. Uh, everyone said read World War Z. Now I I will, but I, I had a free Audible credit, so I just downloaded it because mm. someone had said you need to listen to the Audible. It's brilliant. It's yeah. got John Cleese in it. It's got this person in it, and I'm thinking, wow, it's got a right cast. Yeah, and it, they've obviously done it like in different voices, and I've heard that before with like some Stephen King books that they've done. So I, I downloaded it, and when I looked, it's not got anybody like that in. So I don't know if there's like multiple versions. I don't know if you can get. Yeah. A different version of it, you know, with a different a production of it almost. Yeah. Um, and something like that, I think, needs feeding back. If if your your experience of that book has been ruined by the reader, <laughs> then Audible needs to know, doesn't it? Because if I was the author, I'd be chuffing stressed out of my head. I'd yeah. be like, oh, man, someone's gone and read my book in a posh voice. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Imagine someone doing an Audible of me Oops book. I'd be... Orchestra for a name. A kiss, yes. <laughs> Billy, <laughs> Billy, what's thou <that> doing? <laughs> Thou's going down the pit, that is. <laughs> I'm not going down no pit, said Billy. <laughs> thy is, thou little weedy bastard, <laughs> said Judd. <laughs> Come on, Kez. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It just doesn't work. No, ne- never let me go. Anyway, it, it, it had Keira Knightley in. That's what I remember. Yeah, I haven't watched the film. Um, no, and I, w- I didn't really want to watch it after I'd finished the book, be- just because it's a sad story. And I thought that's just going to be a one that tugs at your heart, that tries to make you cry, essentially. Mm. Mm. Um, but I am slightly tempted by it because the screenplay is written by Alex Garland. Oh yeah, and I do like Alex Garland. Yeah, is so he doing that devs thing now? Yeah, so I've I've made a couple of notes here, so I don't forget any of his major okay. accomplishments. So I guess if you're uh, the same-ish age as me, you know, he wrote The Beach. I guess is the first thing to cover, hmm. which was like the biggest book of 1990, whatever it was. It was. Um, um, I remember reading that on a coach trip with a load of kids mm. and. Um, it was a great book to read, but the only reason I really read it was because I knew that Danny Boyle was doing the film version. Yeah, and they've had... The, I, I didn't realise this until I was just look, looking for a few hmm. anecdotes to throw in here. Um, but they've worked together a few times. Since. Yes. So Alex Garland's done the screenplay for, for, for Never Let Me Go, but he's also done the screenplay for 28 Days Later. Yeah, which is just... Sunshine, cracking. which is... An amazing yeah. movie. I love I love all those films. I love Danny Boyle films, and I li- I really like Alex Gar- Garland. Did he do um, Ex Machina? Ex Machina. Ex yeah. Machina. So he he's Sounds he like directed Ex Machina, which is one of my super favorite films. Which is no. How surprise. do you say that? Is it Machina? Super favorite films. No. How do you say Machina? Machina. Machina. I've never heard uh, say I it. just I just say Machina, but I have heard um, people well, say Machina. Got, you know about maths, so it must be related. I'll give you that one. Um, and more recently, he did Annihilation on Netflix, which is great as well. Um, I was I was left cold by that a little bit. I right. liked it. There was bits in it I liked, and I loved the music. So I bought the soundtrack. I, I, I like some of the imagery particularly. It's kind of stuck with me. Mm. Um, and yeah, Devs is his new thing on the on TV. Uh, the other thing that I love, and I, 
I never really associated with him with it is uh, mm. Dread, Judge Dredd's the Judge Dredd movie from about ten years ago, which is just amazing. I love that film. I love that film. I, I think that film is great, and it came out. It was it was interesting because it came out at the same time as the Raid. Did you see the? Yeah, raid? basically two two identical films. One with Judge. We've Dredd. got to storm. <laughs> yeah, we've got to storm the building and get the baddie. Right, let's do that in two different ways. Yeah. But I, I'm I'm going to go back to Dread because um, I've not watched it since it came out on. Um, I think I got the Blu-ray. It's got Carl um, um, Urban, Lena Headey. Carl Urban, yeah, she is. Lena Headey yeah. went to Shirley College, you know. Down she the did, road. yeah, <laughs> yeah. With Jodie Whittaker. She's a local Whittaker. lass in some ways. <laughs> yeah, they've done well. She's a villain in Dread. Um, yeah, and she's really good as a villain as well. Isn't yeah, she? yeah. Um, yeah, I really liked Red. What was his connection with that then? Was he? Um, um, did he so write he was it? initially the screenwriter, um, mm. and going back to our favourite podcast, film stories. If you listen to the one about Dread, I've listened to it. Yeah, yeah he essentially it, became yeah. the director in all but name. Yeah. Um, okay. And yeah, I think I think Carl Urban came out and said he you know you need to see this film as a film that's directed by him because you had so much involvement in it by the end yeah um right. i just love it it's it's a simple movie it's simple premise uh, but it's i think it's so hard to do a comic book movie well and i think they really did a great job on it dread yeah yeah well yeah. not not never let me go no. <laughs> no i don't remember that the comic version of that was distressing <laughs> <laughs> do you know what's funny do you know when you I didn't know the story and I've not seen the film but when you started talking about it they're growing children to be organ, organ donators when when I was teaching full time and I was a head of drama I don't know where this is what, going and I don't like it right, carry well, on one of, the, one of the topics no we used to do well we did this immersive learning yeah. we did Mantle of the Expert and one of the topics was about ethics mm. and we were doing it in year 8 and it's quite heavy stuff but it was brilliant and it was Basically, we set the class up as um, they had to decide what the perfect versions of themselves were. Yeah. So there's quite a lot of written stuff, quite a bit, you know, big sheets of paper. What's the perfect version of you? And so they were, it was really interesting. We were looking at identity, about self-concept and self-perception. Really interesting stuff. But basically then the kid, they were launched into this scenario that they find out that they're being grown for for basically organ donations and they are um oh the words escape me now they are clones yeah they're clones mm. of real people in the outside world and and at the same time when we were really excited about all this there was a there was a film that came out and there's a link to danny boyle here with ewan mcgregor in called the island which yeah. is one of those which is basically a remake of a 1970s sci-fi film where called the clonus project i think and it was basically growing people for mm. their organs but we were doing it with year eight and then you <laughs> tell me the premise of that book and i'm thinking gosh there's there's some real similarities in yeah there. That's when teaching's ace, when you can just say, right, we're going to learn these big things and we're going to do it through whatever subject we do. We're going to do it through DT. Yeah. We're going to do ethics through DT. We're going to do uh, philosophy of self-concept through cooking. No, food tech, <laughs> you know, or, or whatever. I just, I just identity through food tech, which yeah. you can do. And if you want to tweet me about that, I'll tell you how. Yeah, I... I some people sometimes take that idea to the extreme though and it can backfire I um, 
I've got a very vivid memory of a head teacher at a school I once worked at going, right, we're going to do a thematic week next week and we're going to do it all about, uh, I think it was pirates. And, the his- and this was with all the heads of department around the table. And the history teacher was like, brilliant. I can s- I've got all these yeah. connections. This, this is going to be fantastic. Geography teacher was like, right, let's get the maps out. This is going to be brilliant. Yeah. And loads of people were ticking off all these amazing ideas. And then it came to me. I was like, I don't really know how maths fits in with pirates very easily. And they went, oh, yeah, uh, uh you could do measuring. <laughs> well, no, they said like you could solve equations on a pirate ship. I was like, <laughs> that I'm, sounds I'm crap. Not, <laughs> I'm not going to sleep tonight because I'm going to be thinking of all the things you could have said in that meeting. I know it was my favourite. I, think, I yeah. think I think there's loads you could have done, but I'm not sure it's for a secondary school because I think by the time we get to secondary and we're talking about pirates, we're talking about poverty and we're talking about uh, kidnap. <laughs> And we're talking about <laughs> the kind of thing that you know. You know what would have worked though? It's time for my dad joke of the week. Oh, off you go! I could have said, "Right, we're going to work out the uh, area of a circle." Can anyone remind me of the, the formula? It's pi, and then r squared. Is it? Where have I you like got? that. <laughs> I'm amazed. Don't lie. I wondered why for the whole podcast you've been dressed as a pirate. Which is oh, oh what you can't fit, see now. Oh, I'm gonna break. What you this. can't see now is Ed's just put a hat on. You can't see that. Oh yeah. Um, Have you just got hats next to your thing as well? Yeah. This is my hat that I got when I passed my A levels. I went down top, man. I'm got I'm myself impressed. an Indiana Jones fedora. Well, it's nice, that, isn't it? Put it on one more time, because is it an Indiana Jones one? No, not quite. Da, 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 da. I'm just hearing my attic. I've got. I've just a got a costume behind me. <laughs> I've got a whole costume here, but I'm not. Yeah, I've got a on. question for you. Have you finished about your book? Or are you still going on? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, go on. No, Sorry, I think I that think was I think it. I think I was done. I threw you then. Yeah, quick, quick question for you. Yeah, go on. Annika rice or Korean rice? Korean rice every time. I'm, I'm with you, mate. I like Annika Rice, though. She's, she's still around, isn't she? I thought she'd disappear, but she's got a bit of a social media thing going on now, I think. Has she found her house yet? Because she always seems to be legging it around. <laughs> I thought she'd dropped her keys on her way home. <laughs> Get in the helicopter. You're not going to find them up there. <laughs> They're very small, the keys. Go on. Here's another one. Oh, no, I've forgotten it now. I had a good one there. Can I tell you about Quantum of Solace just really quickly? I thought you were going to say Quantum oh, Mechanics. I was getting... I was, oh, no, I'm, I was I'm salivating. I'm moving on. I'm moving right, on, mate, on. because... I'm moving on because there's something else I wanted to share with you. Just very quickly, an advert. If this gets out in time for Saturday, on Saturday there's um, a brew ad going on, and mm. it's... Um, hash, it's if it, people can follow it, it's um, Brewed Isolation as a hashtag... Um, I know we talked about brewheads a few few episodes we ago. We did, yeah. So they're they're doing one as a as a as a lock in basically, lock in your own house, and um, I'm doing. I, I, there's lots of people have signed up to it, and there's a, I think they're going to make it a, a regular feature for as long as this thing goes on. So if you you listening at home would like to uh, contribute to a brewhead, then you, you certainly can if you follow the hashtag. I feel like uh, you're just Saturday. telling you're just putting pressure on me to get turn this around in 24 hours, aren't you? <laughs> I'm not at all. 
uh, let, let, just drop this in otherwise oh we had a great time on Saturday yeah it was amazing yeah I was there it, it was, was so it good was ace. hashtag yeah. brewed isolation catch up on it now it happened last Saturday <laughs> uh, if you want um, do you know because I'm in my attic Ed because I'm knocking about in my attic there's, it's, it's brilliant up here there's just basically I'll, loads of stuff yeah I love the bat in the background just hanging from the ceiling yeah, yeah. You, I Can I just say how I'll just look round? No, I, I know because down here, you don't know this, but I've got a box down here. Full and of it's bats. Full of, it's full of bats and rats and, and creepy crawlies from when we play the game of Dracula, which I know I've talked about on a previous podcast. Yeah, my my wife listened Dracula. to that episode and she's like, we've got to go around and play that game. Right, you are invited. When the lockdown is gone... We'll have a cask of ale, <laughs> and we'll have the game of Dracula. Because I'll get my bats hanging from ceiling. No, I've got loads of stuff, and something I, I just thought. Right, I'm going to dig something out while we're on this lockdown. I'm just going to dig something out and talk about it. Go so on can on. I do that? Do right. please do. So the same shop, the same antique shop where I managed to get original pressings of. Uh, three major Beatles albums for a pound. I just threw threw that in there, did you? They just needed washing. <laughs> they just needed the record because you apparently. I, I used to do this when I was a young, and you wash vinyl with soap and water, right? All right. And then, so I washed them, and then I played them, and they were perfect. It's just the covers were a bit knackered. Mm. Um, anyway, in the same shop, just just in a case, in a, in a, one of these display cases. This little antique shop. They had some, and this is going to alienate most of the listeners. <laughs> they had um, Super Eight. Oh, uh, that's a movie. Which Super Eight was, if you like, <laughs> the format before VHS. So when I was at primary school in about 1980, we all got taken into the hall. And we all watched a Super 8 version of Grease. Now, it would have been 15 minutes long because all the film is on spools. <laughs> so you can't have a full 90-minute film because you'd have too many spools. So you'd we watched Grease and it took about 15 minutes. Teachers probably needed a cigarette or something. <laughs> so we watched Grease. Which bit and of we it also did they play? No, it's the whole film chopped down to 15 minutes. Oh. I I am not messing you up. I have no idea how that works. And and I've just realised, I've started talking about this, and the main one I want to show you, but it's a podcast, so it doesn't matter. I can just pretend. <laughs> is this one. Oh, that looks amazing. And it is, because this is the Super 8, original Super 8, which you got, if you, this is before your VHS videotape. So I'm talking about 1977, 1978. This is what, 19, and beyond actually, this is a film called Jaws. Yeah. And on the back of it, you will see that it lasts for 21 minutes. <laughs> and, and also you'll notice there is no sound which was a feature of a cheaper edition of a Super 8, which was shite when it were Grease. So what are you supposed to do with it then? Like, speed it up when you... Slow it down when you, you just, watch it? You just watch it. You just... you just No, it's just... It's an excerpt. It's based... Not even an excerpt. It's an edited version of a film. Right, like, a like, like the ones you watch on a flight, but worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah just like that just like that yeah so one i've got here as well so there's jaws there that i got off the internet yeah and um, that's one of my secret purchases which i have to rush upstairs and hide i've got a few of those (laughs) (laughs) but this this is what i got from um this is what i got from that antique shop and it's um this one's a hammer film have you heard of hammer films i have hammer horror yeah hammer horror films this one's a hammer horror film and this one is called one million years bc and it's uh, got raquel welch in it and it's brilliant and it's in black and white some of it is in color right so just a little so bit switch between the, yeah and it's in silence so if you watch it you're gonna have to make your own but it's all right in one million years bc because they didn't speak anyway they just grunted but i guess what you'll get to see because i've never been able to watch it because i don't have a super eight player is you just you just watched in it for the dinosaurs um and i'm just looking at what else is available other other films are available because they're on the back that you can get tom and jerry and you can get um you can also get some other Hammer films and you can get the Dam Busters. Okay. So it's absolutely fascinating. And the other one I got, um, if I've not... Is that, has everyone switched off now, the podcast? No, has I'm still gone? with you just about. All right. <laughs> uh, a Night to Remember. A Night to Remember. The Sinking of the Titanic. Uh, abridged version. Right. A, abridged version, just there. And that's um, that's just amazing. And I'll just check. This was a black and white film. I've got there's nothing there's nothing given away on this but in the Jaws one there's a poster so you can advertise it in your window of your youth club or your public house (laughs) so you just advertise that you're showing a silent version in black and white of Jaws um, tonight so does it get bothersome that it switches between colour and black and white don't know can't remember the one I watched that was Grease and about when I was about nine that were in colour and it must have had sound on it because I think the, there was a tape or something that will have come with it so you press play on the cassette at the same time as putting the film on is it so a bit like um, have you ever seen the uh, A Star Is Born where in the middle they've lost the footage so it just switches to a few stills while they still play the audio <laughs> No, no, I haven't seen that. But yeah, it's that sort of thing. I just thought for um, the the. I just think it's an interesting thing because I think these the things are going to get lost now because no one's got. I mean, I bet if I go on eBay, I could probably get one of these players, but you might as well just get the Blu-ray now. Yeah. But I just really like the way they're packaged together, and it's like the old VHS is the same as well. There's just something nice, although they take up too much space and stuff. So I just wanted to tell you and share with you just my love of um, just these old formats, really. I've got some Betamax down here somewhere as well. <laughs> I bought it off e- I bought You've got a penny eBay farthing about. there as well. Yeah, I've got a double bass. <laughs> Hang on, let me... You can-, <laughs> can you see me double bass? Uh, I can see uh, no yes I can I can make that yeah it's laying down on the floor just there you have to give us a tune on the next one I will I will I got it it's had to come and live up here at the moment because we're having moving stuff because now we're on lockdown obviously the house is getting reconfigured oh as is ours yeah oh feng shui (laughs) feng shui is kicking in I think every house will be immaculate when this is over (laughs) (laughs) it will and all won't it so yeah so that do you like listening to me talking about old Super 8? Uh, I've endured it. <laughs> um, the other one we watched, I've just remembered. 
because there's a link to Jaws, the, Jaws the film. The other one we watched was a film called Swashbuckler, and that uh, that made no sense whatsoever. I just remember it had Robert Shaw in it. So I recently purchased it on DVD just yeah. because I remember watching it at primary school. So I'll let you know what that's like. I've not I've not watched it yet. Swashbuckler with um, Rob. Robert Shaw in it. Very good. Who's Quint in Jaws? Do you think? Um, do you think when the schools will reopen, the first thing they'll do is slap a DVD on? Yeah, chuff <laughs> me. First thing I'd do. Go and get TV stand. <laughs> Zach, go and get TV stand. Go, don't care if they've booked it down in PE. <laughs> get it up here. We're watching Titanic. Oh, God, honestly. Um, God, I, I, have you seen some of the wacky ideas about reopening schools? It's bizarre. Yeah. We're going to get. We're gonna open a school of 1,400 people. That's just the kids. <laughs> with 150 staff. We're going to have a dining hall rammed, but we're going to keep two metres apart. Yeah, absolutely. Is that all right? Is that doable? Can you do it for Monday? Because... That is how it's going to happen, Ed. They're going to announce it on the Thursday in a briefing. <laughs> that young lad who's in charge of education now, that young whippersnapper, yeah. he'll announce it. All head teachers in the country will go, oh, and bang their heads against the table. No, I think it's going to be better than that. I think he's going to be on the camera go. doing his live thing and he's going to go, and the schools are reopening now <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. go 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 Four, three two one yeah he, he did um, he did a bit of a Q&A didn't he the other day uh, Gavin and yeah. uh, just uh, didn't sounded brilliant really. oh, I saw uh, Michael was it Michael Wilshaw the old chief of Ofsted wheeled out once again did you hear his brilliant <laughs> advice what was his uh a really no, simple solution. He said, right, all that needs to happen is um, everyone needs to retake a school year. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Yeah, let's 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 easy. They, they just let them all in. It's like America, isn't it? It's like, how old are you? I'm 93. Ooh, do you want to be a pres? Do you want to be president? <laughs> I'm 108 years old. Hey, I worked, I worked in um, I worked in a country that did that. Um, and it was the what, most oldest like if you failed the year you kept coming back sort of thing. oh sorry I was still on American president <laughs> really yeah where and was it was, that it was utterly surreal because he'd be sat in a classroom and there'd be a 14 year old alongside like most of the people were 14 in the class right and I'm not yeah. joking there'd be a 23 year old just sat at the back <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be like are you alright <laughs> And he's like, "Are you all right? I'm yeah. all right, but I, 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 you know, I've got to go and pick up the kids in a minute." Yeah, I mean that's the thing, isn't it? If we're going to keep them all, but I mean, because that's where that road leads, isn't it? You failed the year, you have to stay here. Yeah. Is that what they do in America? Where they you do, know, you, yeah. you have, I, yeah. You hear it in films. I failed the eighth grade, and I don't know what that means. But I, does I that think mean it means that you're I, in I, year eight? I can and only you're assume. I can only assume that there's a limit to that, and you, you're not still yeah. there when you're 24. But uh, yeah, so no, well, they just make you surreal. the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> You've been here long yeah, enough, I've, lad. <laughs> there's been a lot of solutions <laughs> flying around, haven't there? And dates as well. People still talking about dates. I mean. Listen, no one's going to be happier than me when the schools go back, I can tell you that. Yeah. But uh, we don't want to go back too soon. We can't... 
that's what's happened. L- last week we mentioned this. We talked about um, schools and sorry, teachers being really suddenly revered and uh, celebrated which was great for the three minutes it, it was it was, <laughs> it was three minutes wasn't it and then some flipping someone on i don't know someone in the telegraph or something some other sort of you know proper steady newspaper they, they wrote an article about teachers need to man up and show some chuffing courage like like they would you know they were they were saying i'll do it Apart from I've got to write a really crap column in the Telegraph, <laughs> so that that um, that that was terrible. And then someone else said, "Oh, teachers are sitting at home on their backsides, getting paid full salaries. What is this all about?" And it's just amazing that those people, you know, we we've we've been doing this podcast for ages, and we're slowly now getting some traction, mate. <laughs> and there's people like that who just can write utter twaddle. I mean, I'm not saying that I speak sense all the time, but there's people like that writing complete claptrap about stuff they know nothing about. Yeah, and they're just getting they get loads of attention. But I suppose that's why they do it. Someone suggested um, that you know it's because at the moment we're clapping for the doctors and the nurses and the carers. You know those people who until recently were being clapped because their pay had been frozen. You, you know, and, <laughs> and they were the villains, if you like. And yeah. and now it's sort of the spotlight has shifted from them because we're not allowed to be nasty about them at the moment. I don't mean us. I don't mean we. But you know, you you can't say anything bad. So teachers are the next easy target. Yeah. I enjoyed I think it was Greta well I saw this on Facebook so I don't know if it's actually something she said but Greta Thunberg put a tweet out or something saying we should slow clap all the people who are to blame for all of this stuff <laughs> for all the cuts yeah. that have forced everyone to, to not be able to react so well that's, <laughs> that's quite that's funny a good, uh, yeah that is funny no that's really good that's really good yeah, anyway so, um, so I think we're, we're, we're running out of time a little bit is oh. there anything you want to um, have you talked about any books or, or films or anything you want to add in quickly before we finish I ju- I, um, just that uh, last night because uh, obviously there's a lot on the telly I tell you what we're, we're enjoying that Ozark I don't oh know I haven't started Ozark. that yet no uh, we started it we've, I think we're 18 and it's <laughs> hold I'll on we started what, it we're 18 <laughs> That's we're eight in now. Yeah, we, started it, we started it last night. We're eight episodes <laughs> in now. Uh, to you know, no. What 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 I will say is, it's quite hard. I, I quite liked last night. We didn't watch it last night. We wanted something a bit different, so we watched. Um, we have liked Better Call Saul, mm. and we've watched last night. I wanted something similar, so I found the Lincoln Lawyer, which is on Netflix, but I had the Blu-ray. Yeah, the Lincoln Lawyer. Is that Matthew which is, uh, McConaughey? Yeah, Matthew McConaughey, yeah. who I think is brilliant and and, and gorgeous. He is, isn't he? He is, isn't he? When he get, when he steps out of the shower, he looks like me. <laughs> 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 with his big fat belly um, Matthew McConaughey I just think he's a really he's really really good actor and I really liked him in that TV show True Detective a oh, couple yeah, of years great. ago and, uh, but th- this Lincoln Lawyer it's on Netflix it's not a new film it's 2011 it's just a really good thriller it's difficult subject matter but what struck me about it was it was done really well it was a proper courtroom thriller and I really liked it yeah. and I'd quite I'd quite like some recommendations from you or from listeners for just some I'm quite we're getting quite tired of watching 
just lots of, I love I've horror got, I've got it's just so much violence I've got it's too much violence man are you ready I like tension and I like threat I just don't like the I, I, can I just tell you we watched Hunters with Al Pacino we right. watched about three episodes and it was just it just got a bit tiresome and yeah. people can tell me I should have stuck with it but it just got tiresome man just people's heads getting blown off and stuff like I that got, I got uh, two things for you then go on First one, if, if you've not discovered this yet, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Netflix. Yes, okay. It is yeah. the funniest show. I'm writing it And down. then I took a leap of faith yesterday and tried something. You know, you know, this. it's just, you reach saturation. There's so many things now on Netflix. You just like, yeah. have no idea what to watch. So we took a risk and tried something completely new after watching reruns of uh, Vicar of Dibley. <laughs> and, <laughs> That's um, good. It's called Middle Ditch and Schwartz, right? Right. And it's, um, you'll love this premise. Uh, it's two comedians who, um, they just walk out on stage and just improvise from nothing right. for an hour. From absolutely right. nothing. And I've only watched one episode, but I was I was peeing my pants. It was so funny. Right. Um, I'll, I'll and definitely the fir- The first few minutes, they ask a couple of audience members to tell them stuff about them. And then they thread that into just completely made up nonsense and it it's it's very it's you remember whose line is it anyway yeah yeah it's like that but without um clive anderson giving any direction whatsoever (laughs) right right. well that sounds great and And it's just daft and so funny let's talk about it some more because yeah I, I'm, I'm up for I really like courtroom tension espionage I really like all that that's yeah. what we like in our house and Better Call Saul's been really good for that because it's, it's there's a bit of violence in it but it's not too much and I love horror and I love all that but sometimes it's just a bit too much so mm. that's where that's where we are but uh, The Lincoln Lawyer with Matthew McConaughey and, and he's like Bradley Pitts to me yeah. he's like uh, so Matthew McConaughey <laughs> Well, Matthew yeah. McGonagall <laughs> Matthew McGonagall Bradley Pitts two of the greats we're just two gonna, of the greats right this has got to be a theme now hasn't it just, yeah, <laughs> just it tweaking is, yeah. everyone's names to make them sound deft <laughs> hey we've run out of time I reckon mate so let's hey thanks for listening and we're all in lockdown at the moment we hope you're all safe and you're all happy and please look after each other and stay safe and take Ed's advice and don't go to a supermarket unnecessarily take my advice and don't drive like a psycho alright and there is flour out there you just gotta be a bit you know got nowhere to look hey got nowhere to look (laughs) got nowhere to look (laughs) alright see you soon see you guys bye see you soon bye bye the I Thought I Knew You podcast was brought to you by me Howell Roberts in partnership with a person I'm just getting to know a little bit better Ed Southall we'd like to thank you for listening thank you for downloading and thank you for sharing please get in touch with us we can be found on Twitter at New You Podcast that's at New You Podcast and also on Facebook at New You Podcast it's the same who'd have thought it at New You Podcast we're going to share it far and wide you join in join the bandwagon we're going to have a great time see you next time people get on my bandwagon everybody's doing it too get on my bandwagon with that photo really you get on my bandwagon it's the only thing to do